but mm. we're not 30 anymore yeah. and you know it <laughs> might not be so fine it's we probably, like sleep now <laughs> i do love some good sleep yeah yeah, yeah. Welcome to the Savage Voice. This is Amy and Vivi, and we're with a brand new intention this month, which is peace. So we were just talking before we started recording about how peace isn't necessarily about serene, quiet, tranquil, tranquil waters <laughs> with white noise in the background. So and that it's different for everybody. So why don't you just talk a little bit about that first? You had some good stuff to tell me. Yeah, I think I think everybody needs to look and understand what peace is to them. And for me in my life, peace will never be something that is very serene and very calm and no activity kind of thing because that makes me nervous as fuck. Okay. That makes me jittery. Yeah. It does not make me comfortable. And I think peace is a place where you find comfort and safety and stability in your life, whatever that looks like. I think stability is a really good word Yeah. to, to talk about next because the minute you started talking about that, I was like, yeah, I don't mind quiet sometimes, but like I get bored too. And then, but stability. Yes gives me a sense of calm, which makes me think of pe- being peaceful. Yeah. And I think stability can come in so many different forms. Exactly, exactly. For me, I'm a routine girl. So I like my routines. I like my patterns. And and that really brings me a lot of peace. Having things flow in a regulated manner without anything crazy happening that brings me peace. It could be busy. It could be a lot of things, but as long as they flow in a regulated manner, I'm okay with that. Okay. I'm okay with so that. So you're not a big fan of curveballs? Oh, uh, no. Because no, I don't no, mind no. curveballs within my, I like structure with lots of curves in the middle. Okay. Which is why we're really different about the way we work yeah, on yeah, stuff. Yeah. yeah. So I don't, I like beginnings and ends, but I like the in-between to be all kinds of I don't even know what's going to happen. I like an A through a D in a regulated manner. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So that would be where we are different. But at the same time, like for me, stability is, is not necessarily that, but it is things like we were talking about this the other day. Like I don't like moving around a lot. So Mm -hmm. I like stability in my surroundings. I like to know where I am, what's surrounding me, what it's going to look like. I've liked living in the same house for large, long periods of time. I prefer that. I could never have grown up the way you did moving around all the time. For me, that wouldn't have been peaceful at all. And see, and for me, I can move around. I don't have a problem with that. As long as I understand what the purpose is and and to plan the move here to there. When I think for some people, peace and stability is moving all the time. Like they want new experiences. So, you know, really what this intention then is looking at is what does that mean for you? You. Exactly. What does peace look like to you? And we've done a lot of work. 
we've done a lot of things in the past intentions to really dig into the things that makes us function and things that makes us happy, things that doesn't make us happy. What of those things brings me to a place where I am content, I feel safe, I feel comfort, and and I feel joy. I think that's what peace is. That's a lot of things. It is. <laughs> it is. There's a lot of things that contribute to being in a state where you are just not worried. Yeah, I'm not there yet. And I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe, you know, peace is something we move in and out of. And it's okay, yeah. right? We move in and out of it. But definitely, I, I feel like peace is a place where you can hang out and not have to worry about a lot of stuff. Actually, I, I'm going to say I have sections of my life mm-hmm. that are like that. So I would bet people have sections of their life yeah. that feel like that. Yeah, and and that's a good place to say, okay, I've done it in this part of my life. What did I do? Right, why does this feel? Yeah, and how do I take that and replicate it in other parts of my life? So let's break down some of these. I, I Everybody's obviously gonna be different, but I think it's nice to give people a little bit of a roadmap of some basic things to, to start looking at for where you do and do not feel peaceful. So, you know, we talked about stability. We talked about surroundings. Yeah. So, you know, looking at your surroundings, how does that make you environment in your environment? The people that you're spending your time with. Absolutely. That's probably the biggest piece of the puzzle that I think really brings, because I can talk for myself. I can be in an environment that might not be exactly conducive to what I want, but if the people in that environment are the people that brings stability, that has a calmness to them, that understands how I operate, and and I don't have to work a lot to be in their presence, that in itself really brings me to a place where I can be at peace. I want to go right back to that. I don't have to work a lot to be in their presence part because <laughs> I think that's absolutely key. Yes. That, yes, relationships are work and they do require some work. But if every minute of the time that you're with somebody requires you to be on guard or working you know, to make them happy or make them feel a certain way, or you're concerned about what's going on, or you have to play a certain part. That is, that is not going to bring you to this place of peace. Absolutely not. And, and yes, relationships are work, no matter who it's with. What I like to call it is an even flow of energy. Mm -hmm. Is it even exchange? Is it, it doesn't happen equally every day, all day, but I know that what I'm giving, I'm getting back. At some point, yeah. 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 And and I think like what you just described was knowing that if you're in a situation you're not as going to be as comfortable in, that that person has your back. Yes. Yes. And that you don't need to explain at that point. Like you've already done enough work with that relationship that you don't need to explain yeah. why you need them to have your back in that exactly. particular they situation. Already know. They right. already know. Which is, you and know. And they are willing to step up. Right. 
not just be annoyed with you yeah. that you can't handle yeah. it. Yeah. But that's doing the work just like we talk about doing this other work. So to get to relationships that feel peaceful and stable for you, you've got to do that work to get to that place. But it shouldn't be that amount of work constantly all the time, every second that you're with that person. Correct. So we've got environment. We've got the people that we have surrounded ourselves with. I think financially finances can make a difference for people. Yeah, finances can definitely make a difference for people, you know. And it's not even like being so wealthy that you don't have to think about it anymore. I don't think that's what we're talking about. What I talk about with people is acceptance. Yeah. Acceptance in the amount of work you're willing to put in to be at a place that you want to be financially. Mm -hmm. Because it's work. Yes, it is. So if there is a certain level of living that you want to achieve that makes you get into the environment that makes you peaceful, right? you got to understand the steps to get to that, that level of finances. And I have explained to several of my loved ones, <laughs> my children, that there is not really a high paying job. Somebody seemed to have told them this. I, I, Somewhere. I don't know. Yeah, not really. I've not, like, exponentially, as my income level rose, my stress <laughs> went up. <laughs> went up. Okay. But there comes there comes a time where y- you can level that out some. Right. So you got to understand, where are you comfortable living in the environment? Where do you want to get to? And how much does it really cost to fuel that living? Exactly. And I think that's doing a different kind of work, which is one of the reasons we've been talking about the nonprofit also is yeah. to give women the information they need so that they can make those financial decisions. Make better choices. Yeah, because you do Earlier need to. Earlier too. Yeah, you do need to understand yeah. what you want, but you also need to understand where you are. Yeah. I will have to say that's one of the things that I avoided because... I didn't really want to know where I was, but that makes, that made me more nervous and less peaceful than when I finally sat down and figured out what was going on. Yeah. And, you know, I still have to remind myself consistently, you need to know all this. And as soon as I know, I'm much calmer. I feel better. I know what's going on. I think, you know, taking stock in, in where you are and what you want and whether or not that's where you want to be or if you need to add more yeah and can that stress you know like i you know does it does is it, it, it work benefit it? is it, it is, is it a benefit to take on the additional stress to try to get another job a different kind of job you know take on a second job is it worth it is it really going to get you where where you want to be and how long do you have to stay in that kind of situation to get there. Right. And is that worth yeah. it? There's definitely been times in our lives where me and my husband has made decisions to take on additional work and do different kind of stuff because we had a goal. You know, we wanted to get into a house or we wanted to do this and, and we made the sacrifice to do it. Was it comfortable? No, but we knew there was an end point to it. You know, yeah. 
pay off these bills or do this or save this amount of money. So, you know, the, the, that's the choice we made to get to the environment that we wanted to live in. But sometimes it's not worth it. No, sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's not. And you have to make that decision. It was funny, you know, me and my husband was talking about, he was talking about maybe going back to a second job again for a little bit to pay some bills. And I'm like, do we really need to do that? Is is that where we're at right now? I was like, is that really going to make you happy? Right. Is that going to get you the peace that yeah. you need or not and, really? And I don't think it is. It's just that he is a very physically conscious person and and it in his mind right now and it it sounds like a good idea but when you know when his 30 year old body did it it was fine but we're not 30 anymore so so you really need to weigh these things out because what you think might bring you peace might just bring you more anxiety and pain right so you've got to do a little bit of that work first yeah, before you, do. you make the decision. Yeah. yeah, weigh out the pros and cons and really be diligent about it. Stop. Don't fast forward. If you've been listening for a while, you've been hearing pretty much the same ad in this spot for a while. But instead of a formal sounding ad, I wanted to pop in and tell you a little bit more about the Savage Magic Store. As you probably know, we have our intention boxes that go along with the intention that we discuss every month in the podcast. We would love for you to subscribe to those. They're chock full of really great stuff that help you focus on your intention for the month. But the store has also grown and it's full of all sorts of goodies for all your metaphysical needs. We've also started a bath ritual line and most of those products are handmade by us in house. So take a minute shop around, buy yourself a little or a big gift. It's also a great place to find something for the witchy person in your life. You can visit the store online at savage-magic.myshopify.com. And we are open for in-person shopping most weekday evenings and on Sundays if you're in the Frederick, Maryland area. So check out the show notes for more information. And we hope to see you either virtually or in person soon. So let's talk about personal peace. Where I don't even know where to start with that. Well, I think a lot <laughs> of these things we've talked about contributes to your personal yes, peace. Yes, that's true. Right? Yeah. You know, your environment, your relationships, your financial well-being, your ability, and we came out of legacy. The ability to leave what you want to leave behind allows you to find peace within yourself. And I think peace within myself is is me being able to move forward in life knowing that I have made a contribution that is valued with my family, with my children, with the women that I, you know, run into and 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 the relationships that I have cultivated. That's really what I want and to know that that happens will bring me peace. But also it is, I've spent a lot of time just being able to cultivate relationships that relationships are important to me. I don't have a lot of them. 
And the ones that I have, I really cultivate because I want the people in my life to be able to contribute to bringing an environment that I want to be in. Because I'm in a lot of environments that I have to be in. Right. So the ones that I choose to be in need to be peaceful, need to allow me to be calm. And so that that is important to me. I do want to talk a little bit about being at peace with your body because okay. I know it's going to come up for a lot of, a lot of, especially women who are listening. I feel like you are in a better place in that journey than I am. So I just wanted to ask you, you know, what did, how did that work for you? So being in peace with my body, um, that's been a, a struggle for a while and Even when I lost weight, so I lost about 90 pounds. Even when I lost weight, I was not at peace with my body. And a lot of that was because I was not at peace with myself. There was a lot of past voices in my head that I had to work through. There was a lot of past trauma in my life that I had to work through. And... I had to get to a point to understand that I brought value regardless of what other people thought of me. See, and that I think is that is very hard. That is a very hard place to get. Yeah. There that is a very hard place to get. And I think one of the biggest pieces that helped me get there is releasing anger. Okay. I Talk had more about that. To, I had to release anger towards the people who um, violated my body. Mm-hmm. I had to release anger towards the people who criticized my body. I had to release the anger and the contentment of the people who valued me for my body. See, and that I think is unexpected that last one i can see how that would be incredibly important but maybe something not everybody thinks of yeah but now that you say it that makes so much sense because that's that becomes how you value yourself completely yeah and and before i hurt my back i was always very petite tall but I might have, I'm five, almost five, nine. Mm-hmm. I might have weighed 120 pounds. And in when I was in that space, my body caused a lot of problems for me. Mm-hmm. It caused a lot of attention that I did not want. And I have been that height and that size since I was like 12 years old. Yeah. Um, it's hard to be that, to be that when you're yeah. that young. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then I hurt my back and I gained a ton of weight and people saw my body with a different value. And it was always such a pretty face. Oh God, (laughs) I hate that. And I had to get to a space to understand that my body is not my value. That's so important and so true. It's so hard. (laughs) So hard. It is. 
But now I can look in the mirror. I'm not going to say that I don't see flaws. I do see flaws. Yeah. I see stretch marks. I see places that budge out of pants that I'm like, eh. But I also see the beauty of it. I see the strength of it. I am proud of it. And it has gotten me through so much shit. I should have gotten a third surgery. My body got strong and it did things that I never thought it was gonna do. And, and so I understood the value of my body to myself. And that is priceless. And no one can take that away from me. No, that's true. That's true. So once you understand that the value that you own is purely yours and no one can take that away from you, your vantage point changes. Which is really true for everything we just talked about. Yeah. You know, because there can be definitely outside influences telling you that yeah. what you want, what you find peaceful is not appropriate yeah. or correct or anything. Yeah. So really knowing yourself and valuing your own opinion. And not just knowing, accepting. Yeah. And that's the big difference. Okay. People know themselves, I think, a lot. That's but true. they don't accept that it's okay to be that person. That person, yeah. No, that's really yeah. good. Actually, I kind of want to leave it there because okay. I feel like that's peace in a nutshell. Pretty much for me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're going to leave that there. I'll see everybody in two weeks for our interview. We left this episode a little bit shorter than average. And we'd like to invite you to take that extra 10, 15 minutes to either sit somewhere loud or quiet by yourself or with a group of people that make you uh, feel good and really examine what peace feels like in your life and how you can start working to make that peace a reality. Mm-hmm.